You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today, what are we doing, Mish? We're doing something different. Today, I'm interviewing Noah. What? <laughs> we want to hear about your dating life. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, All right. We can All do right. it. So, you know, how's it going? Are you dating? Are you single? Okay. So, yeah, I think where I am is probably the happiest I've ever been in my relationship uh, status, I am single, technically. I have a primary lover. This is someone that I've built a very long-term intimate connection with. And technically, if we have to label it, I think we would label it as friends with benefits, right? We both have another lover um, or two, you know, and uh, I have a friends with benefits relationship with her as well. We've you know, known each other for a very long time. And uh, yeah, it's just nice to have a, you know, someone that you can you know, you can share these intimate connections with, um, and have this deep understanding that, and, and deep love for each other. Right. So with my primary partner, we, we've gone through a lot of, of, uh, different phases. We've, we've been, uh, we've been exclusive. We've, we've been broken up. We've, we've done a lot of crazy things and like, we tried so hard to, um, to make it work. We've tried so hard to walk away from each other and close the door and never talk to each other again. <laughs> and, and I think it's just kind of naturally progressed to this phase where, where we found a friends with benefits type thing is, is actually really good. As long as we have the communication, we understand that the other person loves us, um, unconditionally. And it's taken a lot of trust to get to that point. And we also understand that for our dynamic, being in an exclusive relationship creates a lot of pressure for both of us to, um, to always be there for each other. And like, I think having the, um, the, the ability to have another lover that can just sort of act as a, a stress reliever in the relationship has, has been something that I've never thought would, would be this level of, um, of a blessing. Right. So this is, this is a new thing for me to have, um, you know, this more structured friends with benefits type relationship. Um, you know, I've been through many phases. I've had my, my wild bachelor phase. I've had my, where I, you know, many of these like friends with benefits things spinning at the same time. I've had like, you know, nothing serious. I've had my, um, you know, my exclusive committed, like monogamous relationship times. And I think ultimately this mode is something that I really find is working well for me right now. Um, you know, where I'm able to have a, have the, the, the feeling of a partner, someone that I know long-term we've developed this intimate connection for each other. Um, and we're there for each other. And also, you know, I have, we, we both have this, this other connection, um, where we're able to also deepen and share our love and learn other things and learn different communication styles and and bring that into the primary relationship. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, um, would never really think that that I would get to this phase, but I definitely feel that it's uh, it's a good place to be. Definitely. And like, 
The friends with benefits, you said this isn't new to you and you've, you know, you've been through it a lot. How has it ever burned you in any way, I guess, you know, like, have you ever had a relationship fall or have you actually stayed friends with everyone that you did the friends with benefits situation? No, it's, it's been, it's been tough. I've had a lot of, you know, I've had things burn out. I've had some really vicious breakups, you know, and you're, you're dealing with a lot of emotions, right? And across the board, you have your own emotions, you have your own insecurities, you have your own sort of judgments. And then you also have the judgments and, and insecurities of someone else. So you're bound to just, you know, walk on eggshells. And eventually, if you don't, really just have the the frame of mind to be chill and under, understanding ultimately it's really tough to make that that sort of work but i think ultimately what i'm really like hoping to do is just have these relationships last as long as possible and continuously to add value to each other's lives right if we can support each other and we can be there for each other and continuously listen and be a good partner you know there's no reason that to to necessarily to, to have it end you know, and just figuring out a way to, to be that loving person for them and like be supportive. And as things get difficult, you know, you know, you have someone to, to lean on, but yeah, no, I've had, I've had a couple girls that just won't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I've had a couple, I've had a write off. Have you tried reaching out to them? Sometimes, sometimes. And, you know, in my opinion, I, I, I really don't like holding grudges. I think that a grudge, if, if you stole something from my mother or, you know, chopped an arm off intentionally or something like that, or like you killed somebody I care about, like, I think that's like, that's crossing the line, right? But like most everything else in life, if it's a relationship issue, these are people that love you and care about you. If they're going to wrong you, or they're going to hurt you, or they're going to do something mean, chances are it's forgivable and there's no reason to hold a grudge. And so I think ultimately, my heart is open for everyone out there that I may have, you know, been a jerk to in the past. That's like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm looking back and I'm like, now I think as I get older, I'm much more forgiving. I'm realizing that there's no point to hold a grudge. That being said, some things are prickly, right? And you just, you just like, you know, if you touch that cactus, you're gonna, you're gonna get poked. <laughs> and so like, there's, you know, we have, I have a friend that, you know, we, we are very attracted to each other and we know that, that, that we both have that attraction, but we also know like, it's not going to work out. So if we ever hook up. Wait, just, but like, what makes you just know it's not going to work out? Different, different relationship goals, right? Like I would never want to be in a committed monogamous relationship, like long-term with her. Why not? You know? What like what about her makes her not the right one for that? I think it's it's a uh, it's it's maybe more so on me than her, right? Like I'm just not at at a part of my life where I'm looking for a marriage and, and a conventional relationship. Do you feel that most women are looking for that? <laughs> Do most women want conventional relationship? Yes and no, right? I think they, yeah, I think that that's a, it's sort of the norm. Um, but I don't know if that's really what they really want or if it's just what society tells them they should want. So I am not, uh, I'm not convinced um, that it's the way and it works for some people. I think it definitely doesn't work for a lot of people. Um, and I think that the idea of like finding one soulmate or something 
I don't know, that's a lot of pressure in my mind. Uh, and I think you give yourself a lot of pressure trying to fit into that model if it's not something that you really are meant to be in. And I, and I don't think people are really meant for that um, conventional relationship. I think it's, it's really trying to fit the free human spirit, which is, you know, sort of, uh, driven by curiosity and driven by, um, we're very social creatures and I think we're very sexual creatures. And I think trying to put that in a box based on convention, uh, and dogma, it's tricky. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit there and say one thing is right or wrong. I think that there are many cases where a conventional marriage is very beneficial. I have a lot of friends who are married that it works out for them. Um, I also have, uh, some people that I think it's, it's, it's really damaging. I think, you know, trying to, trying to live a life that isn't really who you are, but maybe it's because of fear of like, maybe you don't want to just disappoint your parents or your rabbi or something. I think that's tricky. So yeah, unfortunately most women I find, especially like on the dating apps, for example, most women are sort of seeking an LTR, uh, one committed soulmate type thing. And I don't know. Um, that's the, I think that's still the norm. So, um, maybe it's changing slowly. Who knows? Like, I, I think definitely, uh, this sort of non-label connection forward type dynamic might, um, become the new norm. But for now, I think, yeah, it's still, it's still the norm to have women are more, um, yeah, relationship minded. Uh, I think there's a lot of guys that are that way too. It's not, uh, it's not only women. I think, I think that's just the norm across the board. Like people sort of think that way, like, having a committed relationship and, and seeking marriage. Yeah. It's been, it's been sort of hammered into our brains for the last few hundred years. How do you typically meet women? Like by being out, are you on any dating apps? Yeah. You know, I, I find that that dating apps are amazing for sort of repopulating this, the, if I'm like at a point where I'm just completely like lonely and I've been so busy working, that's when I'll, I'll jump in on a dating app and I'll just swipe, get a bunch of conversations started. And then I'll maybe, you know, go out on a few dates here and there. It's really more of a distraction for me. I find that most of the time that I meet anybody that, that usually sticks around, I'll meet them through hosting dinner parties. So I love to, to host a dinner party. I love to, yeah, to just get, get together, but, and then I'll bring people that I'm either talking to on, on the dating apps, right. I'll, I'll, I'll say, Hey, I'm having a dinner party swing on by and bring a friend. And then sometimes I'll, I'll meet people like that, or I'll meet people at another social event, but I'm, I'm fairly outgoing. So I think that works for me, for other people. I think that the dating apps are really amazing at being able to get out and just expand your, your network, expand your circle. Definitely. What are you, what are you most attracted to? Like qualities of a woman? Mm. I think being health conscious is, is very important. Health conscious. And I, you know, I like, I like tall women. I'm tall. So how tall are you? Uh, I'm six, two. So like, do you like six, five women or <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met very many, but yeah, I'm sure I would like that. <laughs> what's, your, what's like, do you care about height that much? Or what about short girls? Are you into short girls? I used to real. yeah, it's, it's <laughs> tough because as I get older, check this out, my neck and back from sitting on a chair all day are really tense, right? If I have to like bend down to give a kiss, 
you know, it starts, it's, the neck starts to hurt. You're about to be the hunchback, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, I'll pick her up. And then, and then, you know, and I can, I can like throw her over my shoulder or something, but yeah, I think that being able to just stand at my full height when I make out is, is kind of important to me. I think it's the most comfortable position and it feels the most at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So why should people listen to the podcast? Yeah. So Mish, when I, when I first called you up and, and I was telling you about the idea for this show, it wasn't as fleshed out as it is now. It was really just kind of a half-baked idea. And like together, we, we really brainstormed this. And I think the motivation though, I don't think has really changed that much. I think one of my, one of my big life missions is to, is to champion humanity towards peace and prosperity with the self. And understanding how you can function in a relationship is super important, right? And, and I, I want to provide some fun entertainment around relationships and get people to open up and feel like the stuff that they're going through is freaking normal, right? Because like we get so down on ourselves. It's so easy to criticize yourself. It's so easy to pass judgment on you not being as good of a lover or you like, you know, when you get lonely or depressed or like sad, and it's really, it's really a lot of pressure, you know, when you put that on your own self. And, but if, if we can share some stories about other people that are going through some similar things, and you can see that maybe the stuff that you're going through is just normal and that you're still amazing as you are, right? Like that's, that's what I really am hoping that, that this podcast can achieve. And that, that through sharing these stories and through breaking a few of the taboos down that I think are, are really damaging to, to people's ego and like to people's confidence, right? It's like not being able to talk about some of the dirty stuff because you're afraid of judgment, because you're afraid of shame, because you're afraid of what your parents think, right? And like, we all have certain things. If you go to your rabbi's house or your whatever pastor's house, you're not going to wear a mini skirt and whatever, a halter top. You're going to or I'm not going to wear a Speedo, you know, but it's like, so you have a certain level of respect that you have to have for, you know, for people that have a different traditions than you. But I still think that if you carry those traditions, then even if you don't necessarily believe in them into your daily life, you're really constraining yourself. And if I can just through this podcast, help people break out of that change on their own, like the way they view relationships and just be very vulnerable and open to themselves as well as their partners, that's what it's all about for me, right? So I'm really hoping that that through listening to the, some of the interviews and the stories that we share on the show, you know, if you're out there listening and, and you're and you're wondering, like, you know, maybe maybe you're not meeting the people that you need to meet. Why? And how to look at yourself and and not let that discourage you, but let you let that empower you and and let that you know be some motivation for you to just be cool with who you are. That makes sense. That was beautiful. It made sense 100%. Do you have any other advice that you would like to leave everyone with today? Yeah. So if you are listening to the show, subscribe and, and go leave a review because we are launching this show and we're not sure what's going to happen with it. We're really excited about it. And, and it's, a, it's a big risk for us. Like we're, we're putting our heart on our sleeve here and you know, we're putting a lot of effort into God and, and finding a lot of people. So yeah, my advice is... is you know, if you have a story, you want to talk to about it, you want to, you want to share that story on the air, feel free to swing by our website, drop an introduction to us at dirtondating.com slash single. 
and, and yeah, we can, we can bring you on the show and, and chat about your story and like what you believe in and, and, and yeah, maybe like share some insights and help other people figure out what relationships mean and how they all fit in this mess. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Mish. Thanks for interviewing oh, me. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Are you kidding me that you were so insightful? I don't know about that. I really loved hearing your perspective, you know? I mean, we're always the ones interviewing, so it was really cool to hear what's going on in your mind. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll uh, see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.